0: Hello listeners, this is Yaquez's Life Advice.
1: We are Yaquez, the most adorable married musical duo in the world. I'm Twitter.
0: And I'm Happy John. We've been through so much this past year, medically, personally, spiritually.
1: And we're coming out on the other side with new perspective and drastic life changes. We're here to share this with you
0: if we'd like for you to join us on this journey of transformation.
1: Hello, listeners, and welcome to another new episode of Yakez's Life Advice. We are coming to you from Brooklyn, New York, 13 weeks into the stay-at-home orders in New York City from the coronavirus, COVID-19 worldwide pandemic. It is also an amazing time in the United States of social uprising. And we just want to state right away that we are in solidarity with the protesters of the Black Lives Matter movement. And this interview was recorded at the five-week mark of the stay-at-home order. So it was very early early on and I think it captures a very, very beautiful uh picture of a wonderful gay couple who we hold very dear, our friends.
0: Dusty Shoulders and Shane O'Neill. Um, they are artists that uh do a number of different things, which they will say and explain a little bit during the interview. And we have kind of a very lighthearted, um, familial kind of conversation with them which, you know, is indicative of when it was recorded.
1: It is also very excitedly Pride Month, and we are very happy to share this conversation with a wonderful couple who we love.
0: And our song of the day is Accolades, which is one of our older songs. Today we think that um, the accolades should really go to the uh, emergency workers, the healthcare workers, and also the people on the front lines of the protests
1: due to our immunocompromised uh, conditions, John and I cannot be out there with the protesters or else we would be. We would be there, we'd be holding signs, we'd be sweating, we'd be smiling, we'd be yelling, we'd be kneeling, and we'd be holding silence. May the protesters' efforts bring about lasting, lasting change in our country and all around the world for the black community, justice, equality, equal and fair treatment and an end to not only racial discrimination and acts of violence but also a sweeping change to the systems and the systemic racism that plagues our world and that has been a scourge. <sighs> And now, accolades. I like when we get to spend this type of dramatic time together. I like accolades, repelable shade.
2: i am an artist uh specifically a storyteller a costumer an art director and also an educator uh yeah living in new york city living in brooklyn i'm shane
3: Uh, i'm a writer and a video maker
1: one of our favorite couples uh, a hallmark couple of brooklyn
2: Hallmark, we're like a Hallmark movie. The Hallmark channel. Yeah. are <laughs> <We're, laughs>
0: the week. Well, there is a movie about you two. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a
0: hit at Sundance, I
2: believe. <laughs> it was a hit at Sundance. And then thank, thank the goddess that we got to go to Sundance and have a good time because we were, our next stop was going to be South by Southwest and that was canceled. Oh. But, but we won a prize. There. Yeah, we run a special dream prize
3: at South by Southwest. Dusty and I would <laughs> Does that machine fart too?
1: Say that again?
3: Does that machine fart too?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah there, yes, yes. There is a fart on there. <laughs> oh my God. Well, wait, so tell us the title of this movie. Tell us the, the title of this movie.
2: The movie is called The Shawl. Like as in a shawl like, you know, like you wear right? Um, singers would wear. Yeah, or well, and specifically Stevie Nicks. It's an animated
3: short documentary about our relationship and about a magical night we had when we went to go see Stevie Nicks perform. Yes,
2: and we're going to be dropping a premiere, online premiere, in lieu of all the festivals that we were invited to go to participate in. Uh, and so we're still, we're still baking the details for that, but, um, stay tuned. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, more information to follow. Directed by Sarah Keener and produced by Zachary Kislevitz and starring us. And animated by Maya Edelman. It's really great. It's a really great, uh, really great short. It's like six minutes long. What is, what is the Yaka's, uh,
3: productivity been like in COVID? I hate that word productivity, but have you guys been able to work on stuff or I feel like I can't do anything.
1: I've been doing sound healing meditation with singing bowls for a couple of years. And yeah, Kez has has been newly starting to jam where we begin with the sound bowls and with some uh, tones uh, on electric guitar Mm -hmm. that John does. And then it it goes into a more rhythmic kind of dancey jam. So we've tried that a couple of times.
3: Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, lot yeah. people excited. And we're doing
0: a couple of shows in the next couple of weeks. We are. Yes, yeah. We things. have a
1: couple of streaming, a couple of streaming things that we're gonna do. What? so so the pro- the productivity for you both then during this whole thing is uh, as you're saying, Shane a little, uh, what's it like? What's happening?
3: Well, I mean, I'm working from home, which is a huge luxury that I'm still able to do it. Um, and like, I just thank my lucky stars for it. But, like, I've always had, I think everyone, well, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to generalize. I've always had this fantasy about, like, well, what if one day I just locked myself in my apartment and then just, like, didn't leave and I would get so much done. And so I think that there was a part of me when the quarantine was announced that I assumed that that would be the case. I was like, I'll do all these writing projects. I'll record new music for the first time in 10 years, you know, all this stuff. And I just don't have the energy for it. It's like, if I work a day, which is, you know, a blessing... All I can do is just like maybe cook something and then lie around. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Sorry. No, I, I I feel the same way where I was able to pivot my energies toward teaching. I've been doing my online uh, fitness classes for seniors. I'll do a class, I'll see a client and I'm done. I'm done. There's no there's no there's nothing left for the rest of the day really. The uh, is that, like in my normal
3: life I'm doing more, which means you think you'd be expending more energy and therefore be more tired. But it's like, I'm just much more exhausted these days than I am. I,
2: I think that so much energy is being spent on thinking about the outside world yeah. being being dangerous as far mm. as dirt. Mm. And so that sort of weighs, it's like, um, you know, when you're in space, you can't do as much because of the, the toll that the lack of gravity takes on you. So I think that there's something about being in this sort of bubble that sort of just the act of waking up is a lot, you know? Um, and so there's, I don't know, there's just so much talk about like what you've got done today or, you know, like if you if you end up, um, you know, if you end up after, there's all those memes that are like, like if you end up after this, not having done whatever, blah, 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 blah that it wasn't um, the time that was the issue, it was you that was the issue. And I, I take great issue with that um i think that i don't know i think that doing anything in this time is like uh hooray for you right it's Mm -hmm. like um Mm -hmm. because it's just so fucking hard to like think about people that are dying and to think about like how dangerous it could be for you to go to the fucking store you know so all of those thoughts take a lot of emotional it's emotional labor so i've been doing this thing i think this is a hot tip for people i've been doing like 20 minutes sitting at the computer and then I'll go and like wash the dishes from breakfast and then I'll go back to the computer and then I'll go and like clean out a drawer right it's like it's that it's um changing up the modality of what you're doing to keep mm-hmm. re- um, because I was trying to do these days where I was like at the computer and like by the second hour I was like I'm gonna I just feel so gross I feel like oh and I like need to lay down and then it's like then I have to get up the energy to get back to it. And so this has been really helping me with the, uh, like, all right, I'm going to do, you know, I'm get, right now, right before we, we, the call started, um, I was like rearranging the, we have just like tons of stuff on our fridge, like magnets and inspirational stuff. And uh-huh. so I'm, like, I'm going to rearrange the magnets on the fridge. You know? like, <laughs> so I'm like, you know, halfway through that. Right. So, like, after this is over, I'm going to go back and sort of finish it up. And then I have this sort of like, I get to now look at the fridge because it's so pretty, you know. So it's like creating rewards for yourself. Also, right now, people are obsessed with their weight, which is really kind of uh, absurd to me. People have have to worry about whatever they worry about. But, um, you know, not making it a treat-based thing where it's like, I'm going to go eat an Oreo because I did this work, right? It's more of like, I now get to look at something that I did that was like, Gonna last a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like something that's more, um, yeah, long lasting, right? I
1: love it. I love it. I love that concept of like s- switching out the modalities, being being uh, kind of like softly, softly active in the house. I definitely have found that. Stop it the, uh, sorry, the cat is chewing on some very important courts Um, (laughs) that yesterday to, to bring the living room back to just being a living room where for most of the week, it had been a movement studio was a Pilates studio was a yoga studio and actually just getting it all the way back. And just, I was in there staring at it as the living room, Um. um, and and uh, I don't, it's, it's the one room where I feel like a lot of pride in, like where the paintings are and all the little objects that are in there. So for it to just be purely that for a day. Uh, and, you know, before that was like a dry swift, the floor, you know, kind of zhuzhed it up a little bit and then felt so good that it was just that for a whole day. Love
2: you. That's great. Don't you love the word
1: judge? Oh gosh. Uh-oh. Absolutely. Uh-oh. You know, uh, when we,
0: started our podcast we came up with like a dream list of guests and you two were amongst the first oh god and, and we, we had a but we we originally like had like an idea of themes for each person and it was like um we wanted to do a theme on love and relationships and we were like oh dusty and shane that's perfect for that um at the time i think our thinking was it seemed like you two kind mm-hmm. of have like this relationship where you you were kind of living separate lives in a way like you You guys seem to like have your own things going all the time. Like you're both very busy with different things. But see, like now it's like you guys are together. Have you ever been together this much? In a concentrated amount of time, (laughs) just stuck together every
2: day. So May first is our our nine sorry our nine year anniversary. Congratulations. Yeah. So so I do the fart sound. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There we go. I estimate that over the nine, I mean, maybe this is exaggerated, but over the nine years, we've probably spent more time in the past five, it's been five weeks, mm-hmm. the past five <laughs> weeks, like end to end, than we almost, and that we spent together not sleeping in nine years, probably.
3: More. Yeah, I would say we usually average about... 45 minutes a day that we actually are awake in the same room together. I don't even think that's How long have you
2: lived together? Nine years. (laughs) From day one. Oh, you've lived for nine years. So he moved in October 9th of 2011. We met May 1st, and
3: then I moved in October 9th.
2: So, but basically what Um. happened was, we, this is really weird. So we met May 1st. We spent one day, we spent about 12 hours together on May 1st, um, tucked away in the woods in Tennessee, and then I left to go home uh, and he had told me, he was like, oh, I'm moving to New York, and I was like, okay, that's cute, like, um, because that, I don't, I would have, I don't think I would have ever ventured into, like, a a long-distance relationship with someone like, that was going to be open-endedly long-distance, right? And so he's like, well, I'm moving to New York. I was like, okay, cool. And so we would talk, we would talk on the phone and then he came to visit uh, Pride of 2011, so June, the end of June, 2011. And then I kept asking him and like, I was like, when are you moving to New York? And he's like, oh, in the fall. And then I went to go visit him in August of 2011, right after his birthday, which was like August 16th or something. Mm -hmm. And so right after I met like 300 of his closest friends, um he then gave me the date of October ninth. So I think it was a I'm assuming that it was a if you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends moment. I'm assuming.
0: <laughs>
2: so at any rate, um then October ninth he moved in uh for what was gonna be, you know, I was like, Oh, just stay with me until you find a place. That way you don't have to rush into it, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, Why don't you just why don't you just stay? And so <laughs> he brought the cat, and she's been here with him and me eight and a half years. So, wow, wow.
1: Uh, And so, what's this? What's it like now being uh being confined, confined. in each other's company? This being way
0: graced now. by each other's <laughs>
1: presence. <laughs> I
0: think it's pretty
3: good. Go and uh, I, you know, there's things that we never. This is su- super basic, but like. Dusty and I would go out to movies every now and then, but we never really watched movies at home together until this, so that's been really nice. Yeah, I think we've only gotten into one really bad fight, which I think is pretty great, consider. I guess we've had a few. But only, yeah, it's just... Considering how much time we've been spending together... I don't remember
2: it. Oh, I I don't want to remind you. (laughs) I don't know. He's a little, like... I like to judge. I like to judge things. Like mm-hmm. judge, uh-huh. and he's an unjudgeer, like by nature. So that kind of is a little bit of a moment. Like I'm like, look, this is what the couch should look like. Because there's like, of course, uh, just so many things, so many pretty blankets and pillows and stuff. And it's almost like I'm the only one who can recreate the magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, trying to train the magic into, you know. Yeah, it's not my realm. So it's just like not his there's like a little bit too much stuff on his desk, you know, currently, but it's fine. It's like, what are you going to do? Right. Like we're alive and we're, you know, knock on wood, we're healthy. And so um, it's nice. It's nice to not be doing this alone. I don't know what that I I'm, I don't like the idea of thinking about what that would be like.
3: I got to say, it's nice just to be able to have physical contact. I really feel for my friends who can't have who don't have physical contact with people. Yeah. Hold on. The cat is doing her thing. She, she's- Wanda loves to. Our kitty cat, Wanda, is hungry, and therefore, whoa. Uh, being- <sighs> yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah I, I just had to take a look, because Ellington's behind the laptop, and same thing. It's like, is he chewing the USB cord? Is, is uh, it all going to be a... Ellington yeah, is yeah. a
3: beautiful color. That's a pretty rare color for a kitty, isn't it, with the white and the brown?
1: It is, and he's so fluffy. He smells like a brand new baby or something. Like I literally just put my face in his fur, and I'm like, "Why does he smell like powder or like a brand new baby?" Yeah, like, sometimes
0: oh. I'll leave the room, and she'll be smelling the cat, and I'll come back an hour later, and she's still doing it. And I'm like, <laughs> no. you, "You really, you really need to go outside." <laughs> is,
2: it, uh, um, is it like uh, our cat doesn't really? She doesn't really shed. Our cat's like a a mancoon uh mutt kind of moment. Oh. But so, does your cat shed?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think he cleans himself a lot. He, so he not, not
2: real bad. I though, think he, he takes not. a
1: lot of his own hair off in that process, and sometimes you'll see tufts and little, like, hair balls. But we also of- have
0: a dog, so we, there's just hair everywhere.
1: is the real shedder. I mean, it's like a barn. It's a barn in here. <laughs> yeah.
2: we I, I always, like, look, you know, when I'm wearing, like, something dark, and I don't really ever have cat hair. No,
1: we're lucky. It's really- oh, that's amazing. I can't wear, we can't, we actually can't sit with a pair of black, we can't wear black and sit anywhere in the house. If we're wearing black, we have to put it on and then quickly leave the house before touching yeah. any surface.
0: Wait, this is a good segue. i was just trying to picture you during quarantine, like both of you sitting around, like wearing like navy blue sweatpants. <laughs> and
3: um, I, mean, I was like
0: I, I couldn't do it i couldn't picture it i couldn't make I'm, that happen
3: i'm wearing a very conservative shirt today kind of i don't know why i just grabbed it out of the closet it's whatever you grab um but no it, it, just these tur- no pants no pants absolutely not
2: <laughs> <laughs> i have on pants because i was teaching earlier and i'm always like i have to have the pan on just in case for whatever reason i have to stand up you know because like the computer goes to, like, just the chest. I, I have a very small room that I'm working in, so it's, like, literally from, like, my the end of my beard up. You can't even see the whole beard in the Zoom. But I'm like, what if I have to get up? And, like, so out of precaution, I'll wear the pants. But otherwise, no, no pants. I'm really into the <laughs> pants
3: stance. I'm really – that's one it's thing great. firmly in favor of Well, the
2: amount of laundry has been cut in, yeah. like, a third. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, you know –
1: yeah. And John's a- been hand-washing. John's hand-washing the furniture. Uh, I the furniture. furniture. <laughs> the couch <laughs> is in the, the bathtub. Clothes.
2: Wash that furniture.
3: <laughs>
2: a lot. I've seen a lot of people hand-wash because the laundromat would be, you know, a lot. I mean, it would
0: Are be... Are you hand-washing uh, everything, John? No, no. Just, just, like, socks and underwear and, like, lighter...
1: And my, fit- yeah, my fitness, yeah, my fitness stuff. Fitness
0: stuff. Yeah, but not, no, no heavy sweaters or anything.
3: Do you have like a, a washboard, or how do you agitate them?
0: Just I, I, I just I insult them. <laughs> That's how I agitate. I agitate them by like I, I sing to them loudly. His, <laughs> his
1: wrestling training. He goes back to the wrestling training, and he can't get that. Yeah,
0: I taunt I- I- them.
3: Are you more of a heel than a uh, a hero, then, John? I'm a total heel. Total Got heel. Total T- yeah. heel. What's the other one? Hero, is it hero versus heel?
1: Babyface.
3: Babyface baby baby face. versus heel. A oh yeah, you're a Heel. I'm impressed to you know Heel. Uh yeah, you know, I, I know some things, John. Well, I didn't <laughs> know, Did I did I tell you this that, that wrestling was forbidden in my household? No. Yeah, my mom was like, No, you may not watch pro wrestling, it's too violent. His mother doesn't understand violence. Yeah, that's one of her favorite things to say.
2: I just don't
3: understand
2: violence. It's a, it's a it's such an inside joke but it's like um i don't know you'd have to know his mother but
3: <laughs> did you like
0: it was part of your rebellion like sneaking over to friends houses and watching wrestling on tv
3: well i would watch occasionally i would try to like watch it with the sound up which i found out was i thought it would be exciting but it was actually kind of boring because i didn't understand that it was like a soap opera um and okay. then it was you know how it is it's like I would watch it at friends' houses, but it was hard to keep up because I didn't understand. Any, I didn't know any of the characters.
0: But it's like a soap opera. Yes, yeah, the exactly, story. Exactly. Uh, you should try to watch it now because now they're they're doing like these uh, taped shows with no audiences. Oh, right oh, now. That's
3: really weird. Oh, that sounds so bizarre.
0: It's it, it's kind of unusual and funny for a little while, then about 20 or so minutes of it, it's just
3: boring. But are they are they in the same ring together still? Yeah, they're wrestling, but there's just no audience. So. Yeah,
1: they they do it. They pre-tape it where it's two wrestlers at a time and a ref, but they all change. They all, like, have their own little dressing room where they're alone, and they meet when they wrestle, and then for the next group, it's a different ref. And they, have and they wear system.
0: masks and gloves and put sanitizer Perfect. on. No, they don't. They don't do
1: that. If I were
3: serious, which would have been very exciting.
1: <laughs> I, I, would love been- for,
2: I would love for them all to have, like, their own special to match their outfit that would be so chic you know like mask for and it would be such a good um merchandising thing for for the you know it would be the wwe like gangbusters moment so oh like, of course i the mask that you know the is the undertaker still oh yeah
1: well undertaker just did wrestlemania but his his match was in a boneyard which oh. <laughs> it's really, it was like a, it was kind of like a B movie moment in his match. But I was gonna say, you know, Ric Flair has been sell has a whole line of masks now that are pretty amazing. They're really cool, and and what's very Ric Flair like is none of them. There's the there's no proceeds going to any.
0: No charities. <laughs> yeah. The charity is Ric Flair.
1: Yeah, it's like here are these cool masks you can wear. You're welcome. <laughs> or still, these the profits go
2: towards me getting a pool. Is Ric Flair still wrestling? no
1: okay. no but his daughter his daughter is the his major champion amazing.
2: right now. yeah and there's like lady wrestling
0: now right yeah oh yeah the lady wrestling's actually better than most of the men's
1: it is it's actually more exciting and even a lot of the sportscasters kind of go toward the women's wrestling uh more these days too and are
2: they doing it on the same
1: night yeah. Oh yeah. It's all uh, women are women are headlining WrestleMania now. It's sometimes they're the headline of the biggest like pay-per-views too. Wasn't Ronda Rousey doing it too? Yeah. Yeah, last year, yeah.
3: Well that's how we
0: got it. we got into it because I I stopped watching it for like twenty some years. I I stopped watching it after I became like probably in high school. And then one night I just I slam I body slammed Larissa on the bed. <laughs> And I, I pretended I was Hulk Hogan uh, body slamming Andre the Giant at WrestleMania three, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then she she thought it was really funny. And I kept doing all these other wrestling moves on her. And this is not sexual or as 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 it sounds.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not overtly sexual. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 And
0: she was like, "How do you, how do you know all this stuff?" I was like, well, "I used to watch." But it turned out I remembered like how to do every move. Cause me and my friends used to like reenact everything. Oh
2: of yeah,
0: yeah. Put all like the the couch cushions on the floor and like jump off yeah. the couch and. So I remembered how to do other moves. So we started watching again as research. <laughs>
1: well, and also I mean, as the dancer and choreographer in me realized that he really did know the maneuvers. Like he would lift me well, he would execute it well. And I was like, You're doing these things well. You know, I I could really recognize that. And then somehow I mean, you have a pretty uh, strong—I don't—it's not a photographic memory, but you have a pretty—you have a good brain. I don't know what the word is. I think it's good brain. <laughs> you have a good brain. <laughs> but, it a- he had a, but he had—he had a brain for these moves. It was like—it was strange, and he's not a very physical or athletic person, so it just seeped in somewhere. Hey. No, you're—you're. You're... <laughs> it's it's not you your suit, hey. babe. Who'd you
0: ever
2: beat?
1: It's not your suit, babe. I'm no. I'm sure you are more
3: athletic than either Dusty or I, so take—take take comfort in that. <laughs>
2: That's so good. The um, the how did you get into wrestling moment. That's so great. That's great. I, with-
1: I I had begged for him to to do some choreography. I was like, can I just can you do a few moves? He was like, no, no. Keith Richards never danced. Why are you asking me to move? Like, you know, rah- <laughs> Keith, Keith Richards doesn't have to do a move. This was always his thing. So I was like, oh, please we ever choreograph something together where you're in the you're in the mix but so you know sneakily once he started doing this I was like this is it this is the this is how his body can now be further implicated in Yaquez and so yeah it was like it, it was his it was his way in and now I think you are more comfortable with with the uh, little moves little choreographies. Oh,
2: I love that it's so good Justin,
3: I'm just putting this out there My birth, I guess. My birthday. We might still be in quarantine then. The um, China Playboy. I would love to have that for my birthday. Okay.
2: (laughs) I can make that happen. I like buying. I like buying magazines on eBay.
0: I'm sure Ah. you can find that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I like it a lot. I bought. Um, I made a little like. I'm obsessed with shadow boxes because I'm a mom. Um, but, (laughs) but I bought this really big shadow box, and there's. And uh, in the same year, in 1995, um, both Roseanne Barr and Courtney Love were on the cover separately on the cover of Vanity Fair, uh, photographed by Herb Ritz, who's my favorite uh, photographer. Uh, and so it's these beautiful fucking photos of the two of them separately. And so that's kind of our um, problematic favorites. Problematic favorites, right? So I made this whole. <laughs> I made this whole shadow box altar to commemorate um, the two of them Whoa. Wrote the of Courtney love and it has like it actually has a um a playing card of of trashley of um what is his ah. playing card in, in the in the <laughs> shadow box, but what is uh trashley's
1: name for that? I'm not sure. Well Trashley and Yakez is Trashley.
2: Trashley, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always call her Trashley. I don't call her the Dauphine. I don't call her Tyler Ashley. It's always Trashly. I just call her Trashley. And that's I guess that's yeah, Trashley is the Yeah. So, Trashley
1: yeah. is Tyler Ashley's Yakez name. Yes. Yeah. And there
2: was just a um did LiveArts play play that performance? Yep. Yep. Yeah, Last
1: they week it. they restreamed it.
2: Oh my god, what was the name of the show? Um I
1: love that show. Give it to you stage.
2: Yeah, give it to you stage. Yeah. Oh, uh, you did the talk yeah. back for us. So. You did
1: you did two beautiful talkbacks for us for that? I
2: loved that. That was such that was like a great joy. Um, I always I always fancy myself because of you, the two of you asking me to do it, I always fancy myself a moderate, a good moderator. You are I, um,
3: You're a very immoderate moderator. What do you mean? You're not very moderate. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Which is <laughs> what makes you great.
1: Now I have a question, though. So, so Dusty, is your is your campfire night the the what what you organize and curate and and, and host it right at Dixon Place? Is it kind of a similar skill set or similar to that moderating? Yeah, it's
2: um, it is. I, I so I pick. I've never had you two do. I should I'm gonna add you to the list to do um to do the uh, I have a running list of people that I, I want to do the show and I like good pairings and of course couples are great pairings. Oh yeah, you guys should um, definitely
3: do I ha- actually had Claire
2: I had Claire and Alicia. Oh, oh yeah. god. And Alicia was like, I've never been on a microphone in my life. Let's see how this goes, and it was like I couldn't
3: handle. Myself. And we're talking about our friends. It was. We have mutual friends, Claire yes. Flory and Alicia Exum.
2: Yes, but then, yeah. but Alicia's story. Thank you, Shane. Both, <laughs> stories, both stories were so incredible, but but Alicia's story just like legitimately took my breath away. It was like so profound. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. But you know, it's it's a it's a quick. You have to be quick on your feet with the like comments, right? And how to you know. To speak back to it, and so that's part of the like. I've always wanted to do um, like a talk show, like that's the dr- like the dream of my life. And so I've I've watched you know, five thousand hours of Oprah and like ten thousand hours of Barbara Walters. So it's that interviewing kind of like, oh well, you said this, so I'm gonna ask you that or what you know, trying to get to the the heart of the matter. Say so we did,
3: did they restream give it to your stage? You said that, yeah, re-
2: Live Arts yes. streamed
0: it last week on. On their website.
3: Oh, that's. I wish I had known. I loved that show. I saw it in the front row. Um, I, I, I remember seeing you there. It was odd, uh, when, oddly, maybe it's the wrong. I don't mean that insultingly. I was surprised, though, at how moved I was by it. It was so good. Uh, and watching, getting to see the synthesis, because I, I, you know, obviously I knew all the Yakas work that you guys had done, but Larissa, getting to see you incorporate the Elder Dance into it as well was really special. It was just so cool. And prescient
2: yeah there you go ah oh, shit. Um. that's a call back to earlier that wasn't recorded can i freshet meaning forward 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 thinking because what year was that
1: 2017
2: yeah and so like people have since like miley did it later right remember the miley ah, did it? yes it was pre that right so you had you had your finger, and you had been working with these individuals for a long time. So even before that, right? It's like, um, yeah. Wait, uh, Larissa, are you conducting your
3: senior movement classes via Zoom right
1: now? Yes, we're. Yes, we are. Yeah, it's been it's been amazing. And I will say, like today, I received an email. One of the students who is just a little over ninety said, and who lives alone, um, right right by Lincoln Center um was like, uh, th- I look forward to this in my week. This gives me so much joy. I'm not alone anymore. Oh, Larissa, that's so beautiful. Yeah, it's, and, and, and really, like, so I, I didn't really, I it didn't occur to me. Like, I was like, I want to keep, uh, my thought was, like, people that I know who exercise twice a week, either with me or with me and another teacher, like, I knew that they were perhaps really going to be missing this one lifeline of physicality. And so, you know, I launched it right away, and then I didn't even realize like folks are, you know they're they're separated from their families, and many, like they weren't even having much social interaction other than that in the week and stuff. so it's it's really, yeah, fulfilled a, a great need, oh, at
3: good. least girl, I can't imagine like I, I mean, the thought of checking in with you twice a week for a uh, a workout now already sounds so amazing that I can't imagine how much it means to people who are like older and maybe have a smaller social circle. That's so great, Larissa, I hope you can keep that up. Oh, thanks. I I don't know if you know this phrase, Larissa, but have you always been a granny chaser?
1: Oh my god well you know what i was called grams when i was like 1920 in college my nickname was grams i already exhibited a lot of grams behavior and it kind of uh i don't know i'm a capricorn rising i don't know if that's you, part you do of always
0: it. carry where there's originals too, in your <laughs> pocket.
1: well you know we found that when we were making give it to you stage and when the social like the social events that come with doing a show like the hanging out after at night or in residency like the little parties like I found that hanging out with our crew you know who included Tyler Ashley Antonio Ramos, Ash Juergens, Lily D, Lori Berg like the people who who we love but then socializing with this totally older set of folks was i was like this is the kind of party i want to be at like this was yeah. f- super fun to me um yeah yeah we loved it they have great stories
3: oh yeah and perspective and yes uh, yeah yeah um you're also just giving me the feels just cause talking about like that scene i'm just like oh thank god we live in new york city what a wonderful place to be and it's too bad that we're all atomized at the moment but what a lucky privilege we have to live here right
1: Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, well, what's it like? I'm thinking, like, you know, we've had health stuff, which has sort of kept us a bit indoors for the past couple of better part of the past couple of years. So it's not so extreme for us what this feels like. But I'm always curious for folks who really are social, who like going like you know, who are who who get their fun by actually being out in community with people and stuff.. Right. Uh, What's it like
2: now? The first two weeks, I like I couldn't leave the bed. I was so <laughs> I was so incredibly depressed. Um, oh. I've I've had a really hard time like navigating what like 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 I've had a hard time my whole life being like, oh I feel like shit. I don't want to do anything. But and, and then it it dawns on me that I'm depressed. You know, like it's like mm-hmm. I work really hard to not be depressed or like to to work through depression. And so uh, the first two weeks I was just like, I can't, I just couldn't, I could hardly move. I could hardly leave the bed. And so uh, I'm like as extroverted as a person could possibly be, I think. And so for me, it was just like, oh my God. So I almost retreated to the woods because I was like, uh, I was gonna go upstate and stay at a house. Because I was like, being in New York and not being able to leave the house is like, it was just making me incredibly sad. And so uh, now I am planning in my mind the return to life, to to the outside life. And so I've been thinking about like, well, what is that party going to be like, that first big party? So I'm already planning it. All we need is a date that we can be out together again, and like, it's gonna happen, right? Like, Do you know what <laughs> you're
0: wearing to that big party yet?
2: Well, I'm gonna make it. Yeah, I'm gonna make a couple outfits. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a couple outfit changes for sure. <laughs> now that my, now that my fabric empire is back to my liking, so I have all my fabrics every, you know, I know where they are. I've been pairing them together, so it's like it's gonna be really fucking special, and so. The extrovert in me is just like, geez, Louise. It's like, it couldn't happen sooner, you know, to go back to, to being, you know, I, I love going to shows. I was like, I go to shows three, four times a week, four times, five times a week, you know, sometimes two in a night. So.
1: And then, do you come prepared with singles, like with the the whole like tip culture aspect?
2: Uh, I don't really go to like so many drag shows, like for mm. most because those end up nowadays, but I mean, those in those start so late. Like I'm like, girls, be honest with me, when our show's gonna start and they're like, maybe 1.30, and I'm like, God damn it, I can't do it. You know, like it's actually six.
0: So what's so, filled the void for you?
2: I have I have shows that are um that come out weekly that I love. Like uh Today I didn't you so good girls is my shit. I love it so much. It's the one with uh Christina Hendricks who is in Madman Madman. Yeah Anyways, so that comes out on NBC on su- on Sundays, and then Hulu shows it on Mondays. And so today is my Good Girls Day, but I think I'm gonna save it for tomorrow, which is like such a fucking treat, you know? And then <laughs> another, another show, uh, Little Fires Everywhere, which I cannot recommend more. It is so fucking good. It's uh, Reese Witherspoon and Carrie Washington. Ah. It is set in the 90s. It's based on a novel. It's set in the 90s, and it's so fucking incredible. There's so many um, just nuanced layers about class, race and class, and it's set in the 90s, so it has this sort of, like, a little bit of a foggy... Like, it's still things that are happening right now, but it's, like, because it's in the 90s, it makes it feel a little different, you know? And I do a lot of... um, I do a lot of Instagram um, FaceTiming. Wait, imagine, what Wait, man.
1: what can you do on Instagram? You watch FaceTime? the
2: show? No, you video chat.
1: Oh, yay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Some people don't know that you can do it, so you can surprise folks. Like, they're <laughs> like, what? What's happening? What's happening? And it's like, because <laughs> I don't have an iPhone, so I don't have the FaceTime function, you know? So I like ah. do the workaround
1: either of you ever on the TikTok? Er, er, ever on the TikTok? There's me being grand. I have, I, have
2: <laughs> I have TikTok. I have TikTok. I downloaded it because someone posted a video, a TikTok video of a woman who claims that she is Michael Jackson's. Oh, yeah. Um, She's married to his ghost. And so I needed to know more information. So I, <laughs> I downloaded TikTok. That's why right you downloaded I only follow her, but I'm open to more <laughs> things. I don't know how it work. I mean, this is where I feel like I'm like um, yeah, we're
3: like a hundred years old, but yes, yeah. we're we are not anti TikTok, but we're not immersed in yeah.
1: it. Yeah, no, means- TikTok. Uh, I do. i view, again more so perusing, uh, choreographically trying to understand what's you know what is what there. Um, it, it's, it may, it definitely makes me feel old because of the bizarre amount, like how short everything it's, it's quite ridiculous to me has a, a little bit how sort of short and snippety everything is. It's like everything's like, like three or four <laughs> inches tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good one.
2: Duration. No duration giants
1: on TikTok. Oh. And I'm, I'm not as interested in this new... So I was watching, I think, before this new moment of, like, the real, you know, the real sort of, like, video dance stuff that everyone's doing on it. Um, but I was really trying to look for... I, the hashtag I follow on there, I think, is postmodern dance. Ooh. I was trying to find people around, like, what are people around the world if they're making little snippets of what postmodern dance is who are they?
0: How's that um, turning out?
1: <laughs> it's been it's been interesting. It's 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 a it's a a very wide it's, it's a it's a it's a wide net. Let's just say.
2: <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I think that's that's something that's like a it would be an interesting essay to read. I think you you <laughs> looking for postmodern dance on TikTok?
1: Oh the uh, the other one the other thing I follow is experimental dance. And that one actually yields some more more interesting stuff. And to see what folks consider experimental, depending on, you know, what region of the world they're from. That's been that's been a a, a sweet one to look at, too.
2: That's great. I love that. I'm going to have to, I want to di- dive into it because there's, I find it very, um, when you first go on to it, there's a lot of like. Woo! why is this moving so fast? Like what's going on? Like Yeah. No, exactly. So much shit that's happening on the on the homepage that it gives me agita. I'm like I went and found the lady, the Michael got Michael Jackson's ghost wife, <laughs> and I found her and I felt I found that comforting cuz it was like it's just her page and I can like dive into what her work is.
1: Your, I was recently seeing this on the internet about you Dusty, and I, I didn't know this. Uh, your interest in tarot.
2: Oh yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so funny you should ask. I am, uh, as the video on Jezebel explains, I am just a a novice with the tarot. I do <laughs> love it, and so they actually, Jezebel contacted me, and they were like, "We want to do this uh, video about a tarot card reading. Do you read tarot cards?" And I was like, in the um. The thing that has gotten me to where I am in this life is saying yes. So uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so uh, the um, the staff writer came over, and it was very interesting because her her interest in tarot was really about finding out some information about her family. And I yeah. told her, I told them ahead of time. I was like, listen, that's not really my vibe. I'm not like a I'm not a medium, so I'm not gonna be able to like call in your grandmother to ask her this, qu- you know, like this question. But basically, the idea that she was getting at was that she wanted to know if she had a um she had other siblings and that she didn't know about. And so I was like, it seems like I forget exactly what what I what conclusion I came to, <laughs> but it was it's been a minute. I mean, but, uh, but I said you
3: definitely have a family
2: no 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 I said like I said like (laughs) it seems like you want to repair something it's because all of these questions are like there's a deeper answer to them and so we basically got around to the fact that it's like it seems like you are and it's a little bit of therapy like unlicensed therapy that goes into it but it's like it seems like you're grasping at this you think that knowing this will make a difference and may it may make a difference in like your family dynamic but like Really I think that what you really want is just that closeness that your family. basically she was saying that her family used to be real close and now it's not. And so I was like, well, how about you do these things that the cards are saying are suggestions for how to get your family back to the closeness, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to perseverating is that the right word? Mm-hmm. On uh perseverating on is this is there a sibling that I don't know about? You know, ah.
0: so this Actually, sounds like you're a tarot novice, but like a therapy pro.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm not licensed to do either. <laughs> <laughs> so it it's becomes this thing where I like I would love to be a therapist if it didn't take like a bajillion fucking years to do to get your <laughs> license to do it, you know. And so there's that. It's like, um, yeah, tarot. Love it.
1: You know, tarot has always been interesting to me because it's like I feel like I know, but I don't. I don't really know.
3: Well, I think. I mean, personally, I think the beauty of tarot or runes or therapy or storytelling or dream interpretation or really just anything that you're doing where you're applying a narrative to a feeling helps mm-hmm. you really process things. And I think that, like, that—that's my personal interpretation of all those things is that human beings crave narrative. And it helps you, just the act of telling a story will help you express something that you can't express, most people can't express just by saying, I feel blank. <laughs> so I think that's the beauty of tarot to me, is that you have, um, there's a ritual to it, and each card has colors, numbers, categories, and images, all of which you can draw from and Im- imply, uh, impose a multiplicity of meanings, and just the act of laying out, different plot points can help you understand like what's going on in your head or your feelings.
2: But there, it's not just a happenstance moment, right? It's not just like, you know, Oh, I got the nine of swords and that means nothing. You know, there are people that are deniers of these things. Right. And to that, I said, they, they deny like astrology and all that. Right. Uh, but I'm like, you know, when, when there's a full moon, there are exponentially more babies born, more women go into labor, more murders, uh, more um, thefts, more people who kill themselves, right? All at the same moment, right? The moon, right? And it's not because it's more bright outside because the moon is full, right? Um, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's the, the, the moon has the pool, this pull on the ocean, right? Right? Yeah. The, the waves are different. The tides change during the full moon, right? So we're made of 70% water, so how is it not affecting us? And so if that's the moon, then what about the, the bigger entities, the stars and all that, and all the all of our mm-hmm. sisters out in the universe that are all made from the same exact shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: So I'm going to go back to my list of three questions that I wrote down. Okay. Um, I was, this is for Shane. Yes. You, you know, when I first met you, you were Shane Shane. Yeah. You were doing uh, music.
1: Rapping, right?
0: Yeah. 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 Is that still a thing? Oh, girl. Do you I... like that question? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is, that,
3: is that still happening? <laughs> That's a great question. I uh, That was like my real passion when I first moved to New York. And one of the beauties of being here is discovering other things that I've also loved to do. So I haven't... It's been a, the. I wrote some new songs... Not as Shane Shane, but for this musical that I wrote last year called uh, Jane Johnson for the Stay at Home Shopper, or the Jane Johnson,
1: uh, which uh, I'm such a fan. I'm a super fan of Jane Johnson.
3: Oh, uh, thank you, Larissa. For people who don't know, Jane Johnson is a uh, an alter ego I created with a co uh, a, a writer collaborator, Jane uh, Jill Pangallo, and it's a uh, stay at home shopping network star from Mishawaka, Nico, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And her name's Jane Johnson, and she sells, like, home furnishings. So the last music that I wrote, I had written some original songs for that, where I had worked with this really talented musician named uh, Lori Scacco to uh, to write some original music for that. But I'm long overdue to write new Shane Chain songs. It's, it's been really slow um, and insane. And I think it kind of reflects, like, my, you know, I got a day job in vid- uh, video editing that I really love that's been taking up a lot of my time. And I've been writing a lot more and doing a lot more comedy, but I do really miss uh, writing and performing music, and I haven't done it for a long time, so I think I'm long overdue. It's sort of a secret quarantine goal of mine, so let's see if I achieve it. We've,
2: we've always thought about the remakes of um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it was like it, I like school How, How about, about you? you? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Yagaz University? I'm obsessed. I love this idea. Now it would have to be an online university. So (laughs) I wonder what the people at University of Phoenix um are thinking. They were pressure. (laughs) (laughs) That's the third one. That word is yours. The folks at University of Phoenix online school university. Yeah. Yeah. Like fuck everybody. We were online since like do you something want to hear like, a please. hilarious
3: story actually please. a
2: friend of mine
3: when she finished grad school she was desperately looking for work and she was applying everywhere and she applied for a job at the university of phoenix not wanting oh. 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 a pot just fell of ours <laughs> anyway sorry um, it's okay she was applying just trying to get work anywhere and she applied at the university of phoenix even though she didn't want to work there and she got a letter from them that was like we're so sorry to tell you, like, we don't think you're a good candidate for this job. But if you take some of our online courses, you might beef up your resume. <laughs> Such they tried to, like, upsell her on taking University of Phoenix classes in her rejection letter. Whoa. <laughs> but yeah, to answer your question, John, I do miss doing music. It's been a long time. You know, I, I, there's a, I got a backlog of music videos I need to get out and... Maybe this interview is the kick in the pants I needed from Yakaz. The body <laughs> slam to my creative process
2: that I needed. Uh, okay. Anyways, you got to work with what you got, folks.
1: Yeah. Wait, and where is this? Where are you from? I actually want to know where you're both from. I want the listeners to know.
2: I'm from Gaffney, South Carolina, home of Andy McDowell, star of Stage and oh. oh. Screen. She's from my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> F- <laughs> are you laughing? She's a hero of mine. She's in Groundhog Day. She's also in the movie Michael, starring a fat John Travolta. Uh, He's an
0: angel in that, right?
2: Yes, and he never looked better to me. He was so hot in that movie. I never saw Michael. She sings a song. (laughs) Andy McDowell sings a song about pie in the movie Michael. Uh, She basically just says, Oh, me, oh, my, I love pie. Um... (laughs) What does it mean? Uh, anyways, I can't recommend Michael enough. It was sort of John Holtz's he had done day, the listeners are waiting to hear where I'm from. The other- <laughs> he said yeah, is- Chicago. No, just kidding. Go ahead. That's right. Yeah. I'm from the suburbs of Chicago. Uh, but I've
3: been <laughs> in Wisconsin for a long oh, time. Oh,
2: you need to do the um, is there a womp womp? Um, um- <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the suburbs of Chicago. Whoop, whoop. <laughs>
3: well, home of Dan Castellaneta, the voice of Homer Simpson, Miss America 1991, and Kathy Griffith. About I wonder what
2: Kathy, the uh, comic strip, how is she dealing? Uh, she got married,
3: so I'm glad she and Leroy are together. They're married? Yeah, that was a big deal. They got married
2: in the comic strip. So she's not a, wow. she's not alone in quarantine. So good for her. You know <laughs> Kathy, right? Ah, yeah. Uh, she got married. That's great win. It was in the 90s. Oh, in the 90s? Yeah, girl. It was a big deal. Oh, who knew? Um, I thought she was a spinster.
3: Did you know that there were also Kathy uh, TV specials, animated specials? We no. should watch them tonight. Everybody
0: They're so good. I was actually trying to talk about comic strips to Larissa earlier, and she wouldn't have it. Why not? She, she, met, she brought up Garfield the cat, you know? Yeah, yeah. She read something about Garfield, and I was like, "Did you ever read Garfield? Like, you get all excited coming home from school, reading the paper." And she was literally was just like,
1: "She wouldn't even answer me." Sometimes, if something doesn't reach me, I I don't I have I think this is semi like some kind of ADD problem or something. But if I'm reading something. And I'm asked a question, I can't process the question. I can't process two bits of information at, at the same time.
0: Or sometimes even one piece of information. <laughs>
1: so that happens sometimes. But, you know, often, and, and especially with this whole, like, quarantine thing, you, you're, you're you're sharing space with someone, but you're either reading something, or you're looking at your phone, or you're in thought. And even if I'm having a thought and someone asks me a question, I can't really answer. No. I have to like let go of the thought. No. I really have to like look at someone and have that them be asking me something. The only thing that's in my attention. So I think that's what happened with the Garfield thing. But then it also happens sometimes where if something isn't exciting me too much, I very easily <laughs> I I don't <laughs> I also don't acknowledge. Well, <laughs>
2: that's a Capricorn Rising thing that blows <laughs> my mind
3: because I love Garfield and I love comics. I love the the sun like funnies.
2: Well, during the week, that would be in black and white. And then on the weekend, yeah, they would be color. color. Wait, do you guys remember Foxtrot? Yes. So I thought that my brain
3: had just created this and I had made it up. But do you remember that there was a, a plot line where they found a syringe on the beach? <laughs> no. I, I mentioned this to someone. And they were like, you must have created that. But my cousin looked it up. And sure enough, it was a week where Paige and the Jason, the son, were just like, what? It's a syringe. What should we do? And they ended up picking it up to throw it away. But their mom was like, you could have gotten AIDS. Really?
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Fox truck was one about what? Just a family. <laughs> I We had very, it's interesting to think about the regionalism of comics. Because we didn't have Fox truck. I'm almost 100% positive. Because it was like, so we had like gasoline, gasoline alley. Yeah. yeah, gasoline. Did you have funky winker bean? No, the see, I we got we were a Chicago Tribune household and
3: the Sun Times had Funky Winker Bean. Oh, yeah,
0: we, we had that was Funky Winker Bean.
2: Whoa, uh, I didn't like the ones that were like Prince, um, Prince Valiant, Prince Valiant. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I was, there were too masculine. I loved uh, a star too, girl reporter, uh. too, too dark, too darkly drawn for me. Like, it was like too serious. And I was like, ew, no, I don't want to, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, also, like the story carried over, I think, with Prince Diane or yeah, something. Yeah, it's a cereal. I'm not into cereals. I'm into cereal, which is has <laughs> been a staple of our quarantine is cereal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy these simple pleasures of a box of anything and milk. Yeah. Oh, good. It's like, oh, also, we recently got into, um, I got Shane back into Chef Boardy. <laughs> Whoa!
0: <laughs> do you do the uh, the ones with the Franks in it? Oh, I
2: wish. That's a that don't, that don't That's not a. Do they do a Chef Boyardee oh, yeah, like that? Oh, they They do a
0: beef Yeah, Chef It's a, Is that Chef Brady? SpaghettiOs and Franks.
2: Captain Frank. SpaghettiOs is um. Oh, that. that, that,
0: that America.
2: Uh,
0: uh. Oh. Anyway,
2: boy. Chef D is like the classic ravioli, beef, yeah, yeah. spaghetti, and meatballs, and. I didn't realize, I didn't think it was gonna, like, hold up in my memory as, like, as good as, or it wouldn't taste the same. Mm -hmm. I, I tell you what, it does. It tastes so fucking good, (laughs) and I ate it straight out of the fucking can, and I make no apologies about it, and it's delicious.
1: Wow. Wait, you
2: don't even heat it up? No. No, no. We're
3: busy.
1: Whoa! Whoa! But John tends to be more of really the dinner chef. But speaking of this, almost like the, the, the boy RD, I do agree of going back to the childhood comfort food. A couple of days ago, I had farina. I'll have cream of wheat with butter.
3: There you and, go. And it's like full on
1: with butter. Oh, yeah, butter. So cream of wheat made with a little... We don't really do milk here. We do almond milk, so I'll do a little almond milk or a little water, salt, and butter. In it. I,
3: I got to say, Larissa, when you... Uh... Paused for that long i was like is this one of those things where you're so disinterested that you're just not even gonna
2: <laughs> <laughs> no i
1: really think about it. i was like
2: the first the first couple nights he was like going on a tear and it was like he's like i made more brownies and i'm like all right cool like and then first i requested <laughs> the peanut i requested the peanut butter brownie because i'm a fool for peanut butter
1: yeah oh yeah
2: i eat peanut butter constantly
1: yeah It's good protein. It's good Good for you.
2: There we go. Thank God. (laughs) What was the last question? I'm so curious. I think it was where you from. (laughs) (laughs) There we (laughs) go. You
0: know, there's just you know our that great songbird of our generation, Joe Exotic. Of course. Yeah. So do you know they made a documentary about him?
3: (laughs) Did you know? Pretty good. That's not him singing. I know, I know. It's
0: like it's, it's a, it's I, I didn't know that till after I saw it.
1: So how will people? So so uh, if if Dusty, you're doing that the the party, the 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 massive salon or party when when people are able to be together again. How would people be able to find out where?
2: I put everything that has ever happened in my life on Instagram. So it's um, at Duddy Lynn. So D U D D Y. L-Y-N-N. Oh my god. The kids sick. I swear to God. So at Duddy Lynn at Instagram is like the place to find me. And Shane Shane can be found at at Shane Island. So S-H-A-N-E island like um island of love or um Islands in the uh, stream. Islands in the stream. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's what we are. That's what we are. That's what we
0: well, are. One of I'm my not- favorite memories of Dusty was uh <laughs> Reese and I just got out of the subway, going to Dolly Parton's concert in Queens, and we just hear like screaming uh, across the, the way. Yeah, cats! Yeah, cats! Acclaim!
2: Oh my god, I love that song.
1: No, I and Dusty's act. like at the bar. You're there with just people around you. Like it was like yeah, it was the like the desk. concert was for you. You were the <laughs> concert in this moment, and well, it was like look, what is this beautiful
0: apparition? We felt so special to be called over into this (laughs) magical realm.
2: At that concert, everyone in New York was at that concert. Anybody else, it was at that concert. Um, And I had not, uh, I hadn't figured out what I wanted to wear. I was like, okay, I could do a country-western look, but I think that's a little bit like, I don't know, I just didn't feel like it was the right vibe for me at that moment at the Dolly Parton concert. So I went to Rainbow, now, the, this rainbow is now closed, but it was the rainbow on Delancey Essex, and they had all these um, one-piece rompers, strapless rompers, right? So, like, it's a piece of elastic right above, right right at the armpit, right, or straight across, right? And then a full pant all attached, right? So, they had one with this, like, teal, like, this turquoise teal color, and then, like, darker turquoise and teal kind of ripples but not specifically made to look like water i don't think it was just like this digital sort of print kind of like water camo kind of mm. but not with the bubbly right and so i wore i wore that and this sparkly um scarf that matched it and at the end of the perform at the end of the performance um i had to pee and so they have these it's a it's a gay man's dream they have these porta potties that are like the porta potties that are the big wagons, you know, that they pull up to the v- events, right? I don't know about
3: <laughs> like the trough urinals. The,
2: the, well, no, it's like it's like you know they have the the porta potties that are like luxurious ones that have like air conditioning and shit, right? And running water, right? So they have one of those, but it's a trough urinal. The whole thing is a trough urinal, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm there peeing at the trough urinal, but to pee in a one piece, you have to pull it all the way down, <laughs> and then you know. Like, <laughs> So, I'm basically, oh my God. I basically am like from behind because they had the doors open at the urinal, right? <laughs> from behind, I look like I'm shirtless, right? <laughs> it's like incredibly hairy back, and I'm peeing at the urinal. And someone passes by and goes, Ah, oh, put that away. Oh. So, um, I'll never <laughs> forget that Dolly Parton concert because I was, um, <laughs> I was back hair shamed at that concert. Oh, <laughs> oh. I, mean, I was like. I was like, oh, that's such icing on the cake. Like, oh. Uh, so I remember on
3: Easter once, Dusty was wearing a, like a strapless gown, and this old woman walked by him and went, "Hey, is that mohair? Because that's mohair than I've ever seen."
1: <laughs> oh my god! Are you
3: wearing mohair? <laughs> that's mohair than I've ever seen.
1: Anyway. Well, well, I remember after we met with you at that at that bar restaurant, and then walked, you know, to the concert i learned very quickly what it's like to walk with you from one place to another because you were stopped you were stopped every few feet for people to take pictures with you do you remember this i was like it was it was amazing and i was like is this I, i was like this is it fun it must be fun. It was a sweet, it, it seemed like it was a very sweet gesture. Very it fun.
2: depends on the day. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I could, I, yes, I could see it's that. It's usually
2: always, great. It's usually great. I always like it, but it wears other people down. Yeah. So. Dusty's uh, more extroverted than I am. Yeah. So, it's just part of being a public servant, you know, it's just part of the public <laughs> servant. <laughs> the art belongs to the people.
3: Larissa, I remember the first time I met you was at, uh, or the first time I laid eyes on you it was at Judson Church. Yes. Forming and the way it was, it was all this like really intense dance and I got to say dance is not my lingua franca. Like I, I appreciate. What does that mean, lingua franca? Like, like, like uh, your your native? It's not my native tongue. Okay. Um. And so like you know I can appreciate it, but it's not like a medium that I I find eminently accessible. And so it was an, a long night of really intense, um, kind of foreign to me, dancing. And then when you came out wearing that wig. And you just you entered the stage in high heels by lifting up a a scarf and then letting it go, and then everyone took off their high heels. And I was like, "Well, this woman is my is my new hero." <laughs> 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 so funny. Oh,
1: thank you. I think that was probably a very beginning StarCraft method, yes, like yes. Uh, okay. piece. I think with was it with Ta- Tyler, Ashley, and Talia? Was it the three of us? Yes.
3: It was such a fucking funny performance. That was what it was, because you guys were on the balcony, and you were all wearing, like, pleasers, like, really absurd high heels. And so you did, like, this big, like, kick, 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 where you walked all the way down the balcony and then all the way across the floor. And basically, everyone's like, how are they going to dance at all in those shoes? And then you all just took them off immediately. So, so <laughs> funny. So funny.
1: Uh-huh. oh yay thank you I do I absolutely remember meeting you that night because I, re- I remember Tyler being like you must meet Shane Shane um and I think at the time we were Yaque yeah, was also just starting up too so yeah that was a we were, we,
3: were, we, were,
1: we, were uh, we were on the rap game together
3: we, were, not, on rap game. we were
1: rappers <laughs> <laughs> uh, well this was so amazing to talk with you both.
3: I just love you both so much. Thank you for thinking Thanks of us. Thanks for
2: having thank us you. on. We
3: love you.
1: Yes, we love you too, and thank you. And
0: anytime you want to randomly FaceTime us on Instagram, <laughs> let's
2: do it. Yeah, I guess. Not e to you. I love school. school. How, How about, about you?
0: This has been Yaquez's Life Advice, and we advise you
1: to tune in again next time. Next time.